Evolution.org podcast coming your way. Episode 447 Q&A episode. We have four fun topics. Steve Schmee here and the Rickster Ricky V. Rock joining us. Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? Yes, so we have a fun one ahead of you today. Let's do the first one. So this is a question that comes in. It's a really, really good question. And a lot of people don't understand you know, what goes on in the body when we're on steroids. So in this podcast, we're going to kind of talk about some of the things that are going to be occurring when you run anabolic steroids. These are powerful hormones. Remember, these hormones are based on male hormones in the body. And when you introduce them in your body, they do certain things in your body. They throw certain certain things off in your body. So you have to remember the performance enhancing dosages of these hormones that we run far exceeds therapeutic dosages that you would get prescribed by a doctor, um, at least a good doctor. I'm not talking about an anti-aging clinic, which is just trying to you know, get your money, but an actual real doctor would never prescribe 500 milligrams of testosterone a week, for example. They would prescribe probably around 100 or 120 milligrams a week. That would be you know, a therapeutic dosage if you did have to go on testosterone replacement therapy. But as gym rats, as bodybuilders, powerlifters, we use these steroids, we use these hormones at two, three, four, five, six, seven times therapeutic dosages or more. And at the pro bodybuilder level, they're using way more than what our bodies can normally produce on its own. So yes, there is going to be problems. The first question that I want to address that gets asked a lot is they want to know why do liver numbers go crazy on steroids? So, you know, I can, I can kind of give you guys this long scientific explanation as to why that happens, but I'm going to kind of dumb it down a little bit and put it this way. Your liver is kind of like a sponge. Just take a sponge, put it under the water and then squeeze the sponge. That's what your liver is. Now, take that water faucet and connect it to sewage and then run the water and have sewage come out of your water faucet and then put it under the sponge and then squeeze the sponge. It's going to be a different situation, right? So the same thing with our liver. The more toxicity that you put into our liver from steroid use, the more strain your liver is going to be. Now, it is true certain steroids are more liver toxic than others, 100%. But I would argue no matter what steroid cycle you're using, even if it's the most mild steroid cycle you can come up with, okay, you're still going to have some liver issue. So we're talking ASP, AST, which is aspartate transmittase. And AST is an enzyme that helps metabolize amino acids. And, you know, AST is normally present in blood at low levels. When you go and get blood work, you get tested your ALT and AST. Now, your AST is alanine amino transferase. And that's another type of liver enzyme. So you have high levels of AST and ALT, which is normal on a steroid cycle it is causing liver damage. So, you know, it's very important when you're on cycle to keep that in mind. 
It's going to happen. That's why before we run steroids, we run our blood work and make sure our liver is healthy. And then that's why when we run steroid cycles, if you want to keep your liver healthy, if you want to keep your body healthy, we don't abuse anabolic steroids by staying on them a long period of time. So, you know, this is what happens. Now, the good news is there are ways on cycle to keep your liver values under control so they don't get out of control. Because if your liver values get too much out of control on cycle, you'll start feeling like crap. You'll start having problems with sleep. You'll start having problems with energy. And I'm sure those of you listening who've used anabolic steroids know exactly what I'm talking about. And part of the reason that happens is, is the strain on your liver. So I'm gonna bring in Rick. What are your thoughts on that, Rick? And what are some ways besides, you know, preventative things that I mentioned where you don't go into cycle already with a bad liver? What are some things you can do on cycle to kind of keep your liver on control? What are your thoughts on this one? Um, well, I also want to toss in that, uh, and a lot of guys don't know this, steroids cause four different types of liver injuries. There's the one we all, we're all familiar with, which is like elevated serum enzyme levels, which are kind of transient. They only happen while you're on the steroids. So that's one. It also, it also causes something uh, I think it's called a uh, cholestatic syndrome, acute cholestatic syndrome. And that's when the actual flow of bile from your liver is reduced or, or is blocked almost, almost the way a, a hepatitis or disease would kind of do something like that. You also have a just regular vascular injury to the liver to some of the blood channels in, in the liver. And also, uh, although there's not a huge uh, association or real association between liver cancer and, and steroids, uh, liver uh, steroids have been known to cause tumors in the liver. So um, it actually is it's a four-prong four punch that steroid use damages the liver. Uh, as you guys already know, um, since a, a long, long time ago, guys were used to use a, an old school product called Live 52. Live 52 is a small, cheap product. It was all for steroid users. And as time went on, I, I you know, me and my brand, I, I, I realized, hey, I'm, I'm catering to, to the steroid users. I need to have something really, really strong for the steroid users. Live 52 was all right. And, and a lot of the formula in Lift 52, you will find in Entugard. You know, there'll be a bottle of it in there, in, in, in my Entugard product. But I added other things that are not in Lift 52. Uh, Tudka, bile salts, the Tudka being the, the best addition we've made probably in the last seven years. We, we up upgraded the formula with that. And Entugard contains several ingredients that have been known in clinical studies in research to help one or, or two of these different forms of uh, liver problems and liver injuries that, that can occur. So my Entugard product I developed, you know, it, it's a natural product uh, to cleanse, to cleanse out your liver. It's mainly a, a vitamins, minerals to address deficiencies and a lot of dried herbs, dried herb extracts. It's a big formula. You take seven capsules per day and 
it has uh, a several ingredients in there to cover not not just one aspect of liver damage from steroids, but really to cover you in all four. So it's a great, great product. Um, and really, it's the only way to look, the only way to avoid injury to your liver from steroids is just don't take them. Just don't stay away from steroids or make sure to take natural products that are there, natural ingredients that are there to help your liver along, to help your liver deal with some of this damage, to help the, the cells in the liver and the different parts of the liver really um, deal with the stresses from steroid use. So um, yeah, that's it, guys. Next one we're going to talk about is do steroids help or hurt sleep? And in my experience, you know, I've, I've, I've had it both ways. I've been, I've ran steroid cycles that have made me sleep like a baby. I ran steroid cycles that have um, affected my sleep for different reasons. Uh, we all have heard about the trenbolone sweats, the trend sweats. If you don't know what the trend sweats are, that is where you wake up in the middle of the night and your bed sheets are soaked because you've been sweating so bad. So one of the reasons that <clears throat> trend has a reputation for doing that is because it's such a harsh steroid on your body. So your body at night is actually going to try to sweat out all the trauma, you know, that is in it because it just feels like sick. So essentially you have a fever. You basically run a fever at night being on trend, but it's not just trend sweats. Other steroids also can cause these sweats. So obviously that's going to affect your sleep as your body is basically trying to regulate its temperature. If you've ever had like um, some type of viral infection or something, you'll notice that you might take a nap during the day and you'll wake up from your nap and your whole bed will be soaked because you sweat so much. And that's kind of the same thing. And it's kind of like the thing where you're sweating it out of your system. And, and that's what your body is doing. Your body's trying to sweat out what is bothering it. It's trying to sweat out the virus. So in this case, it's trying to sweat out this harsh compound chemical that you're putting into it, you know? So it's, it's kind of like the same thing. Another way that's going to, that steroids affect your sleep is the estrogenic side effects of retaining a lot of water. It's just, it's just seeping your body of energy, uh, rapid increases in strength, rapid increases in weight. It's just going to make your body fatigued. That's just how it goes. So not only will you not get good sleep at night, your quality of sleep won't be good. And then you'll feel fatigued the whole day and you'll be tired. But then if you try to sleep, you'll have a hard time sleeping. So at the end of the day, you know, steroids, have, there's a lot of ways that steroids can hurt your sleep. And obviously the androgenic side effects, obviously the way you're, it's straining your organs and your heart and all this stuff, obviously is going to make it harder for you to sleep. The infl inflammation, hence the anabolic name in steroids, anabolic steroids, they're inflammatory in the body. So it's going to cause your body to become um, inflamed and it's going to cause your body to, to feel weak and sick when you're on these anabolic steroids. But like I said, it just depends. Um, you know, I've, I've run trend plenty of times. I sleep like a baby on trend. Sometimes you're on a steroid cycle and you are, you know, pushing really, really hard in the gym and you're getting really these insane workouts. And then when you go to bed, you know, later on that night, you're able to sleep really well, just because you work your body out so hard. 
and your body is healthy and your body is able to tolerate these harsh hormones. So it wouldn't affect your sleep as much. So for me, I don't have an issue sleeping as it is. So for me, steroids don't affect my sleep like other people, but someone like Rick, who's a coffee addict, you know, who's has coffee in his system 24 seven, that coffee is preventing him from sleeping. So he's existing sleep issues, or you could have some type of neurotransmitting neurotransmitter issues in your brain. As we get older, things like GABA start dropping in our, in our brain and our, we're unable to relax. Um, that's why you see older people who have a hard time sleeping because um, you hear about people, you know, in their eighties, they get up at night and they, they wander around because they can't sleep well. They're lucky to sleep a whole night. Um, you won't hear um, an older person that is able to sleep the entire night straight because they, they have to get up and wander and stuff. And um, so these are neuro, neurotransmitters, neurotransmitters are firing off in our brain and steroids do affect our neurotransmitters as well. And then pre-workouts, a lot of people take pre-workouts and pre-workouts have caffeine in them and the caffeine uh, interrupts your sleep. So if you have existing sleep issues, when you go on steroids, you know, there's probably an 80 or 90% chance you'll have a harder time sleeping. So you got to keep that in mind. Also these stimulants, you know, coffee, the pre-workouts, they inhibit your GABA and they inhibit these neurotransmitters in your brain from firing off. So if you're 20 years old and you drink, you know, lots of coffee, you take Red Bull and you take monster energy drinks and all this stuff, you may not have a problem sleeping, but once you get 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, and you keep those bad habits, you won't be able to sleep anymore. Because as you get older, those neurotransmitters in your brain start acting different. It's connected to dementia. It's connected to being senile. It's connected to things that happen when we get older. So what happens is your GABA levels are like zero and now you're unable to relax. So you can't go to sleep. And now you're running anabolic steroids, which are causing more and more side effects. And now you're really not able to relax. So you're going to have a hard time falling asleep and you're going to have a hard time staying asleep. So, and here's the problem with that. If you can't reach a deep stage of sleep, you cannot recover and repair your body. That's why we see people with injuries, people complain all the time about injuries and they can't recover. They can't repair their body from injuries. Well, if you can't sleep, how do you, are you supposed to repair your body from injuries? Sleep is the most important thing for recovery. Okay, guys, I'm sorry that people get upset when I tell them that because they want to take something to recover. I want, I'm going to take BCAAs. I'm going to take protein powder after workout. I'm going to eat a steak that's going to help me recover. Well, the bad news is if you do all those things and you sleep two hours that night, guess what? You're not going to recover for shit. You have to get a good night's sleep. So there's a product that I recommend to people. It's called N2 Sleep. And I just want to say this. I want to bring in Rick because Rick, Rick is an expert on this product. He knows a lot more than I do. But if you talk to people out there, they'll always say melatonin, melatonin, melatonin. Take that for sleep. Take that for sleep. Take that, take that for sleep. They're wrong. All right. Melatonin, five or 10 milligrams a day by itself is not going to fix your sleep issues. You should only take melatonin one milligram and you should take these other herbals, these other supplements like 5-HTP, GABA that I mentioned already, 
these because the melatonin is just going to tell your brain that it's time to sleep. It's not going to relax you. It's not going to, it's not going to help keep you asleep. You may fall asleep, but you're not going to be able to stay asleep because of those mentions, this thing. So this is why N2 sleep is a great formula because it has other ingredients in it that work to not only tell your brain it's time to sleep, but also keep you asleep and keep you into a deep sleep. Because if you don't sleep deep, you're not going to repair and recover your body. And, um, you know, that's just how it is, guys. I mean, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I, I have guy, guys argue with me on the forums. They say oh, I only sleep three hours a night. I'm fine. You may think you're fine, but over time, if you only sleep three hours a night, it's going to catch up to you. And the thing is, from sleep, from the studies that I've read, you're unable to make up for sleep that you miss. So having poor sleeping habits, sleeping three hours a night or four hours a night every day during the week, and then sleeping in on the weekend and sleeping 12 hours, it doesn't work like that. You have to consistently sleep well night after night. So I'll bring in Rick. Rick, tell us a little bit more about your formula and to sleep. Well, before I even get to that, I just want to point something out that uh, I guess is kind of important to the conversation. Uh, low testosterone can affect your sleep sleep as well. So having low testosterone can actually uh, ruin the quality of your sleep. Then if you get TRT doses of testosterone, it should normalize. But then if you go overboard and you take way more than TRT doses, then you're back to having sleep issues. Currently, my store, I have two products that are great for sleep. One of them is my enter sleep formula, which is just specifically designed for guys on steroids to help you fall asleep. And it's got a couple of great ingredients in there that help with nighttime anxiety, help you chill out. And then a couple others to help you fall asleep and a couple others to have to give you more restful sleep. So it is just a great formula for any of you guys on the steroids that are getting anxious at night before bed that are kind of wired up. If you take the end to sleep, then you turn off the lights. It's important to turn off the lights, turn off the television, because it'll mess, mess the way the melatonin in the formula works. Because there is some melatonin in the formula, not, not a whole lot, but there is some in there, along with 5-HTP, GABA, valerian root. It's just a nice full formula. I have another product called Nutrizol 677. And Nutrizol 677 in my store uh, that one has the sleep formula that you get in into sleep plus additional ingredients to help increase human growth hormone secretion at night. You make your body makes something like 15, 20 times more growth hormone while you're sleeping than when you're awake. Your body takes advantage of that fasted state that you will be in while you're sleeping and secretes a lot of growth hormone. This is one of the reasons you feel so refreshed the next day after a good night's sleep, a big jolt of human growth hormone, repairing tissues, everything from the skin, hair. I mean, everything human growth hormone does muscle mass. We all know human growth hormone GH is great for feeling great, looking great. And so my loaded Nutrisol 677 product from, uh, Bad nutrition brand that is now being sold in my store, that'll help 
not only with the sleep, the way into sleep does, but also GH release, human growth hormone release and repair and all that good stuff at nighttime. And the chemistry works. I mean, when you are having sleep issues due to exogenous anabolic androgenic steroids, taking a capsule, a couple of capsules with some nice herb extracts that are all meant to help you fall asleep faster and have deeper sleep. It works. It works to counteract some of the sleep issues you are creating for yourself, taking large amounts of exogenous anabolic androgenic steroids. So I recommend those two products for my store. You know, sleep issues, sleep issues is one of those, one of those things, um, sleep issues from steroids specifically, it's just one of those side effects that the best way to deal with it is just head on with natural products to help you get better sleep. You know, I really, really think that's the way to go when it comes to, to that side effect is that sleep is take it head on with some good, good sleep inducing ingredients. Yeah. And one more tip, you guys have heard me say this on the podcast before and on the forums even, but it's a very important tip. It's the number one tip you'll ever hear about sleep that no one ever tells you. And it's to get blue blockers. And Rick touched on it. What happens is at sunset, your melatonin goes up as human beings. Okay. Cause we are programmed to be awake during the day when the blue light is out, the sky is blue. Right. And then at night we're programmed to sleep. So melatonin goes up at sunset and goes down at sunrise to wake us up. Here's the problem, though. And this is what I touched on earlier. When you take a bunch of melatonin before bed, 10 milligrams, for example, you're going to have a hard time waking up in the morning because the melatonin will be elevated in your body. You see what I'm saying? So it makes no sense to overdose on melatonin. That's why Rick's formula is so good, because he doesn't just depend on melatonin like other supplement brands. On the flip side. At sunset, a lot of you listening to it, I'd say almost all of you listening to this, don't get melatonin release at sunset because of these electronics. You have your head in your phone, you have your head in your computer, you're watching TV, you have lights on, okay? All these blue, these lights, these blue lights tell your brain that it's still sun outside. So your brain is not going to put out the melatonin. You see what I'm saying? So either you shut off everything, you shut off your phone, you shut off your computer, which isn't realistic, okay, in modern society. I mean, we all, we all have to have two jobs and drive three cars and have a, you know, a nice car in our driveway to show off to our neighbors and have a big house, right? So we work like animals. We come home from work and we're, we're on the computer or we're on social media. We're talking to relatives or we're working in the evenings too. So it's not realistic for me to say, just shut your phone off and shut your computer off and shut your TV off. <laughs> That's just not plausible. Right. And I'm guilty of that too. Right. Cause I'm always working from 5am in the morning to 1030 at night. I'm working on my computer at something to try to make money. Right. So rather than do that and sacrifice money and sacrifice that extra, you know, nice car in your driveway, all you have to do is buy some blue blocker glasses. And you can go online to Amazon. They're like eight bucks, okay? You can buy $100 blue blocker glasses or $120 blue blocker glasses if you're worried about how they look. 
Otherwise, $8 cheap blue blocker glasses from Amazon and put them on at sunset. As soon as the sun goes down, put them on. And you can still watch TV. You can still play on your computer. You can still play on your phone, whatever. And it's going to tell your brain that, yeah, the sun went down. Let's, let's push out that melatonin. So those are two things you need to do to help your sleep. You need to take these supplements that Rick mentioned, and you have to get the blue blocker glasses. Those are the two things I tell my clients to do to help them with their sleep. And that will help your sleep very, very well. And also don't keep lights in your room. So you put the glasses on while you're using the electronics or while you have lights on. And then when it's time to go to sleep in your room, there should be no lights. You take the glasses off, you go to lay down, but there shouldn't be any lights in your room. Not even your fucking alarm clock should be facing you while you sleep. If you have to have an alarm clock, face the alarm clock away from you. No lights in your bedroom, no TV, no computer, no freaking even your smoke detector light needs to be put some black tape on that. No light while you're sleeping. Any light, the, the street light outside your window, get a curtain, a black curtain to block that. There should be no light in your bedroom. Any light is going to interfere with your sleep. So, you know, guys, look, at the end of the day, look, what I'm telling you, a lot of you are going to get upset. You're not going to want to listen to me. I get it. I've argued with people I know for years, but I tell you, I've known people with insomnia that were, you know, <laughs> you know, like I'm insomniac, I can't sleep. I have them do exactly what I'm telling you guys to do. And literally, instantly, they go from being an insomniac to sleeping very, very well. And it's amazing how fast you can make that turnaround. So just try it. What I'm telling you is sounds crazy. Like, but just try what, I, what I'm telling you, it will make, it will change your life. Just making those simple changes and literally these supplements between the supplement and the blue blocker glasses are like, I don't know, 15, 20 bucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're spending 15 or 20 bucks on, on something that's going to fix your issue. All right. So next one, um, I'll let Rick have a first crack at this one. Um, libido was great on cycle, then went, went downhill. Because this, this, this happens a lot with people. And it can happen the other way. Your libido could be, could be down to start the cycle and then improve as the cycle goes on. Your libido could be great <clears throat> all cycle. And then the next cycle, your libido is gone or vice versa. You can have no libido on one cycle. And the next cycle, you're running the exact same thing. Your libido could be crazy. So libido is a very complicated one. Um, and there is no black and white answer on this one. But I'm going to bring in Rick and he's going to talk about his, his, his ideas on this one. Yeah. I mean, I've said it a million times. Anytime you mess with your endocrine system, a lot of things can happen. You know, yeah. If you're taking Trembolone, if you're taking testosterone, you're going to get pretty high libido. You're going to want to, uh, want to, you're going to want to get in there and do the, the thing all the time. But once you come off these steroids, you, you're going to, you're not going to feel as good. Uh, and look, even if you just had, let's say, normal libido, then you take steroids that increase your libido for a while. Then you come off the steroids, and then your libido kind of goes back to normal. You'll notice a difference. You know, th th this happens a lot to, to guys with their gym workouts. 
when they're natural, they, you know, just get in there, do their workouts, fine. Once they get on steroids, man, those pumps come on quickly. That progress, that strength, recovery time in between sets, all that stuff is just great. Then once you come off the steroids and you're back to normal, you're just like, eh, you know, it's kind of blah. You know what I mean? Libido works kind of the same way. And this is just like the normal way it kind of happens for most of us. There are guys out there who take certain steroids like DECA and then they can't get their DECA. They have real problems with libido, even on high amounts of anabolic androgenic steroids. It's a chemistry game we're playing with our endocrine system. It's really what we're doing. And so you can definitely suffer different issues. Another thing is, how's your mood? How is your attitude? How is your relationship with your partner? A lot of times guys will think, oh, I'm on a lot of steroids and I have no libido. Or I'm coming off of the steroids and I have no libido. Well, maybe you're just not feeling great that week, that month. Maybe you hate that bitch. You know, it could happen. You definitely have serious libido, libido issues, serious problems with your sex drive that have nothing to do with hormones, but, but everything to do with your mental state, with how you're feeling about things, regardless of levels of androgens. Sometimes you could be taking other drugs that could be affecting your libido. So these are all factors to really keep in mind and, and, and keep your your mind on and focus on when, you know, when you're doing, when you, when you, when you're thinking about libido and, and associating it with your use or lack of use of steroids. It's that sometimes it's not all about just hormone levels. Sometimes just how you feel can really affect, really affect those things. For you guys out there that want solid libido even when you're not on the steroids go to hcgenerate.com that's my end to generate product we used to call it hcgenerate that's what the url is now and man it's a great product for libido got some ingredients in there to help your brain respond much more to whatever androgens your, your body's making even if you're not on the steroids there are things there to help mechanic to make you Basically help the mechanics of the erection. I mean, it's a great, great product for really good libido. HG Generate, the ES version, the extra strength version. It's around the, the best one out there, in my opinion, for, for libido, for any guys looking to get in a, a good increase in your libido. Yeah, and at the end of the day, libido, um, I get this question a lot. At the end of the day, libido can boil down – the psychology, you know, um, I have to wonder a lot of times, um, if someone actually has what Rick was saying, um, he's absolutely right. I'm not saying he's wrong, but in my experience, most of the time, it's not that black and white where you can say that, you know, the steroids of this, steroids did that, because like I said, at the, at the start, you could run the exact same steroid cycle in 2018 you know, and then in 2020, you run the exact same steroid cycle again, and you get two different effects on your libido. You have two different effects on your muscle gains. You have two different effects on your strength results. You have two different effects on, you know, how, what, 
what kind of progress you made on cycle, what kind of gain, how many, how much gains you kept. So there, it's never a black and white thing where you can say, yes, do this or do that. And it's going to fix your libido. So <clears throat> at the end of the day, these are hormones and changing your hormones. What Rick, what Rick said about changing your hormones is, is right because they do things in your body, sometimes permanently that can affect things like, like your libido. Um, how many young guys do we, do we hear about? They run steroids and they come off of them. And then like six months later, they come on the form. They're like, my libido never recovered. Or a year later, my libido never recovered. Look, I mean, you ran anabolic steroids. What am I, what am I supposed to tell you, man? You took that gamble. You took that chance. Um, anabolic steroids, I don't care how much of a Neanderthal you might be when it comes to fitness and steroids, but even the most Neanderthal person out there, I would hope has to admit that anabolic steroids affect your reproductive system. Universally, they affect your, your reproductive system. It causes your pituitary glands to stop functioning while you're on them. I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, <laughs> blood work, blood work is right there in black and white in, in your face to, to show you what anabolic steroids do. So, I mean, don't come and argue with me and tell me that anabolic steroids may not affect your, your, your fertility, how many sperm you produce, or how much hormones you produce, not just in the short term, but the long term. It can affect it. So just be very careful and be aware of that. This is why young guys, you really, I'm not your dad. I'm not going to tell you if you're 21 years old, don't run steroids. I'm not, I, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? But what I can tell you is let's say you're in college or 21 years old and you have a very active sex life and things are very well sexually and you can't imagine anything, you know, you can't imagine anything uh, affecting it. Right. Well, guess what? Anabolic steroids, you can go from that point where it's a 10 out of 10 to a two out of 10. And then that's when you go into panic mode. They're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, what am I supposed to take for this? What am I supposed to do? What am I gonna? You go into panic mode and then you start fucking with your head. Then your head starts getting fucked with. Your mind gets fucked with, your mentality gets fucked with. And then the situation gets even worse because you do what Rick said and you fix everything. You fix your hormones, you fix everything else in your body. But your mental aspect is gonna is permanently ruined because you're used to being a horny 21-year-old college student or a high school kid trying to get laid to now you're 22 years old and you ran anabolic steroids and your libido is not the way it was when you were 17. And now you're like, fuck, I fucked myself up. You see what I'm saying? So just keep that in mind. And, you know, I'm not trying to scare you by telling you this. I'm telling you the facts. I'm telling you the facts. So when you open that can of worms and run anabolic steroids, you need to be aware that it can affect your libido, good or bad, and sometimes permanently. So just be aware of that. That's all, that's all I'm trying to tell you. That's all I'm trying to tell you. So the last one we're going to talk about 
is my joints are killing me on steroids. So this one, uh, the obvious one that I'm going to blame on this question is Winstrol. And the reason I'm going to blame Winstrol is because Winstrol, the way it is chemically structured, it's a pure DHT derivative, and it dries you out to the point where your joints get basically flush the water. So it's basically, there's no fluid in your joints anymore. There's no, no cushion in there. So when you're working out and you're doing these repetitive motion, that's when your joints, your knees, your elbows, and then things like your hips, even your wrists start hurting and they feel dry. You may even feel cracking when you, when you lift weights. So it's just the way it's, it's structured. So the answer to this question, why are your joints killing you? Because certain steroids like that are structured in a certain way. Now on the flip side, if it's not a steroid like Winstrol that dries you out, maybe it's just because you're working out harder in the gym, you're doing more weights, you're overtraining, uh, which I, I kind of hate using that word overtraining because it's, you uh, it kind of ties into bro science a little bit, but there is such thing as, as going on a steroid cycle and being able to bench 200 pounds, going on a steroid cycle. And now you can bench 250 pounds in a very short amount of time that is going to put pressure on your joints. So steroids indirectly and directly can, can affect your, your joints for sure. So there are things though you can do on cycle. The first one, before I bring in Rick, <clears throat> that I would want you to do is just take your time a little bit. I know everybody, they run steroids because they want to look a certain way. They want to have this, this type of strength. They set some strength goals and they want to achieve those strength goals in a quick amount of time. But when you achieve those strength goals in a short amount of time, puts a lot of pressure on your soft tissues. Your soft tissues can only withstand so much. And um, unfortunately, you know, it can backfire on you pretty, pretty big. It's happened to me. It's happened to me for sure. And when you're doing extremely heavy amounts of weights, it puts pressure on your discs, on your joints, on your other soft tissues in your body. So you start getting wear and tear injuries. So just take the whole, my joints hurt as a little bit of a warning that, yeah, I might be, I might be overdoing a little bit. So that's why deloading is important. Now, what is deloading? Deloading can mean a lot of different things, but I'll give you an example. It would be working out that week and doing your splits but do half as many sets, half as many reps, and half as many, uh, half as much weight that you would normally do. That would be deloading. And a lot of people, they're too egotistical. They, they, they don't do that. Oh, I'm, I'm benching 400 pounds. I don't want to go in there and only bench 200 pounds and look, look like I'm a pussy and look like I'm a wuss. I've been there. I've been there too. But you have to. You have to deload. You have to deload. If your body is telling you to deload, you have to deload. If you're not willing to deload, then just take the whole week off. How about that? Take the whole week off and waste the week of your cycle if you don't want to listen to me. And then you can come back and then do your 400 pounds if you don't want to leave your ego at the door a little bit. But look, the older you get, again, I go back to what I said earlier about being young. When I was young, I go work out do whatever I want, throw weights around like a gorilla. 
once you start getting into your 30s, once you start getting into 40s, for sure, it's not going to work like that anymore. And if I'm wrong on that, explain to me why professional athletes don't make it to 40. Unless you're Tom Brady or, or a very unique situation like that, it's likely you're not going to make it to 40. And I guarantee you, if Tom Brady had taken hits in his career, he wouldn't have made it to 40. But he gets rid of the ball quickly. His offensive lines always walk for him, and he doesn't get hit. But if you are like a running back in the NFL or a linebacker, you don't make it to 40. You don't even make it to 30 in a lot of cases. So, and that's why, because the wear and tear on your body. So you have to, when you use anabolic steroids, be aware that the anabolic steroids aren't helping your joints. They're hurting your joints, no matter what. So Rick, tell us your thoughts about this and finish out the show and your recommendations on supplementation. Yeah, I mean, joints can, uh, can hurt for a lot of different reasons. Uh, one good thing uh, to know is that your muscles will get stronger and adapt quicker to training, to the steroids, than your joints ever will. So you're kind of throwing all this weight around with this additional muscle mass, additional strength, but your joints are not going to strengthen that quickly. Also, you're if you're slamming anti-estrogens hard or even using winstrol or heavy amounts of Mastron, you could experience some serious joint issues. I make a great product called N2JointRx. Go to N, the number two, jointrx.com. It's a great product to help heal the joints, to help bring down inflammation, to really help with some of that wear and tear, some of that stress from reps, from just countless heavy repetitions. Osterin has been tried and true for joints for a decade now. Osterin does help. It has helped a lot of guys with their joint and bone problems. And you could take N2 Joint Direct along with Osterin together and see some great, great, great results from just taking those two. So joints is, is one of those things where like, listen, you need to do yoga. You need to stretch them out. You need to time your reps. Don't slam the weights around. Don't, 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 don't use jerky movements. Nice, slow, controlled movements. Nice, good form. Uh, you can challenge yourself as far as weight goes, but just use the amount of weight that is appropriate to, to still maintain good, proper lifting form. And yeah, I mean, joints, uh, a lot of different things could happen with them. Again, you, you slam enough anti-estrogens, you'll feel it. You hit winstrol pretty hard, you'll feel it. You'll definitely feel it. So, uh, yeah, man, that, that's kind of my, uh, it's kind of what I got to say on joints. Uh, anything else to add, Steve? Yeah. And you mentioned yoga. The reason yoga is recommended, I had some guy on the forum, uh, make a, uh, a post and he, he wanted to know why would, why would you do yoga if you're a weightlifter? He, he didn't understand the concept. So let me explain, I'll explain exactly why. Cause when you weight train, it's compression, you're compressing your disc, you're press, compressing your joints, you're drying your joints when you weight train. Okay. Now weight training is tremendous for the bones. Weight trainers, if you go ever had to go to a sports doctor and you had, you know, MRIs done and x-rays done and all that good stuff, they'll always tell you like, wow, <laughs> they'll be like, wow, your bone structure is amazing. You know, I've only seen this bone structure in wrestlers, and 
stuff like that. And that's because weight training consistently over time builds very strong bones. That is true. That's a good thing about weight training. The bad thing about weight training is it destroys your discs. It destroys your joints over time. And the more you do that, you'll end up when you get older, you know, worst case scenario. And I've seen this with, I've seen this a lot with, with over the years with tennis players who train, who play tennis on a hard surface because tennis, you know, should be, should be played on grass surface or clay because it's softer, but people play tennis on concrete. Why Rick? Why do they play tennis on concrete? Do you know why? So the ball will bounce. No, because it's cheap. Like it's cheap for a park to make a and then maintenance. Obviously, you, you make concrete, you don't got to worry about maintaining that concrete, you know. But if you do a grass surface, you got to cut the grass and, <laughs> and spray pesticides on the grass and do all that stuff. And if you do clay surface, again, that's a lot of maintenance. So that's why you see most courts in your neighborhood or whatever, you have a tennis court, it's concrete, but you're not really supposed to play on concrete. So I see that a lot with, with tennis players where their knees have no cartilage left. So, you know, so why does yoga help? Now, why should we do yoga as weightlifters? Because yoga decompresses your discs and it adds fluid into your muscles and it adds mobility. I'm, I'm sorry, not into your muscle, into your joints. It adds mobility to your joints. So if your joints stay mobile, you're not going to get injured as easily if you have mobility um, like my shoulders for example i tore my shoulder years ago in my mid-30s because i was lifting heavy ass weight i didn't stretch enough i wasn't stretching like i should have been the only stretching i would do would be i go on a little machine and stretch my legs a little bit and check out the chicks with those tight pants that was my stretching for the day if i had done stretching correctly and done mobility exercises I would have not torn my shoulder, you know what I'm saying? Because my shoulders would have been mobile. So if they're not mobile and you're lifting heavy ass weights, it's going to tear. It's just like a rubber band. Take a rubber band and freeze the rubber band and then pull that rubber band. It's going to snap. You see what I'm saying? So you want that flexibility and mobility. So that's what yoga does. Hot yoga, especially. The eagle pose. Look up the eagle pose for your shoulders. That's an important pose to be doing. That feels so good when you weight train to do the eagle pose. So you're going to increase the water in your joints, you're going to increase your mobility, increase your flexibility. It's going to reduce your chance of getting injured. Professional athletes, football players and stuff, they do yoga for that reason. They do yoga. And uh, these are big, like big, <coughs> I saw a big offensive lineman. His name is Michael Dieter. He's a center for the Miami Dolphins. He did an interview and they were asking him, you know, about Pilates and yoga. And he's like, he's like, I do yoga. And they like laughing at him. They're like, hey, you're messing with us. Right? He's like, no, 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 I do yoga. He's like, because yoga keeps me flexible, increase my mobility. We have someone that comes to the facility and, and does a class for us. And I do yoga twice a week. And they were like, huh, you do yoga? You're this big 320 pound center in the NFL and you do yoga? And he's like, yeah, I do yoga. Because he's smart. He knows it's going to increase his longevity in, in the league. Cause that's what it's going to do. So you have to counteract the damage you're doing from weight training and steroid use. Now you add steroid use to weight training it makes the problem worse. It dries your joints out more. It reduces your flexibility and mobility even less. You see what I'm saying? So it, it, you know, that's how it goes guys. It's, so it's maintenance. It's just like your car. It's like doing maintenance on your car. Just like your teeth. It's like taking care of your teeth. 
you don't take care of your teeth and go to the dentist consistently, you're going to end up needing root canals and crowns and, and all that other stuff that goes along with it. So it's about taking care of yourself, guys. Sign up to a yoga class and go there a couple times a week. It'll make a huge difference. All right. So this was episode 447. We'll have another hey, one. Hey, guys, before, yep. uh, before, before we let the guys go, I just want to say this. Uh, we're coming up into a new year now, this time of year. We, we make these podcasts evergreen because we don't want guys to listen to a show and think it's too old. But we do kind of give you guys a hint as to what kind of season or part of the year the particular episode was recorded in. And, and we're coming up uh, on New Year's now. Uh, you should, we should be starting the year by the time you listen to this. Most of you guys out there are going to uh, hit some hard cycles at the beginning of, the, of this year. And I want you guys to please, please come and shop for my store. I have a, a ton of great products. They're going to help you along with your stereotype. We're going to help you make great progress, better progress using my products along with the steroids than you would using the steroids just by themselves. And also stay a lot healthier using like my liver support product, my libido support product. They're really going to help you improve your lifestyle right along with you using your steroids. We ship all over the world. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world. We will get your package to you. We right now ship to pretty much every country. There's only a couple of countries. We have uh, some trouble sometimes with customs getting our stuff in, which is like Denmark. Uh, it's like one of them. There's just a couple in that area there. But for the most part, everywhere else, I mean, we ship products to India. We ship products to Kuwait. We ship products to South America, Central America. Uh, I mean, New Zealand, Australia, Japan. We ship Thailand. We ship products everywhere. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world. If you order from us, we will get your product out to you. And if you need any help, come and check me out. RickyVRock.com. That's R-I-C-K-Y. V as in victory, R-O-C-K.com, right there, go there. It'll forward you right to my social, join me on social, send me your questions, inquiries, whatever you need. If you have uh, any questions about my products and how, or your steroid cycle and what to do about your steroid cycle, you can hit me up at my uh, need to build muscle email, which is bigrickrock at needtobuildmuscle.com. Just hit me up, guys. No problem. Send me your questions. Let me know if you have any inquiries. Let me know if you need anything. Just hit me up, guys. I'll, I'm always around to help every one of you guys out. I'm always around to answer questions and, you know, just whatever you guys uh, need from me. Check out all of the back episodes on this podcast, guys. We, we make these podcasts uh, fairly short compared to other podcasts out there in the realm. You know, if you go on uh, some, some of these other fitness podcasts, it's just two or three guys chatting it up. And they, the podcasts tend to be a couple hours long of, of a lot of chattiness. I wanted to make sure that this podcast delivered hard info, fast, hard info, and we're short enough so that you could binge on them. You know, there are guys who will listen to our episodes back to back to back three, four, five episodes back to back to back because we keep them short. Sometimes they're only 25, 27 minutes. 
Sometimes they'll go over the hour range, but we keep delivering these very short podcasts in order to help you binge on them. So make sure that wherever you're listening to the show, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, if you're on YouTube, wherever it is that you're listening to our show, make sure to go back and look at some of the previous episodes that are available to you. We're up to well over episode 400. So there's definitely 400 great episodes that you can just go back and listen to. Sometimes the questions, uh, I wouldn't call them repetitive, but sometimes the questions come up in a different format every, every year or every several months. So it's definitely a, a good idea to like get uh, to listen to us, how we, how maybe we, we addressed the issue of steroids and sleep a year ago and how we address it now. We're always gaining new knowledge. I'm never done studying, studying this. And I know Steve also keeps studying and keeps getting more information and keeps gathering more info on, on what we know how to do here. So just guys, come on out. Please support my brand. Definitely starting the year. If you, if you enjoy the podcast, if you really like the information you get from us, please buy some products from my store. Please recommend the products to people you know. I guarantee my products will improve your lifestyle. I guarantee my products work as described. And if you don't agree, then I'll give you your money back. It's that simple. I have a pretty laid back money back guarantee for any of you guys out there that just are just not into the products, just don't like them for whatever reason or, or don't feel that they're the best product you've ever had. And my refund policy is so lax because I don't get a lot of guys asking for refunds. Guys want the products. Guys want to keep using them. I get more, let's put it like this. I get way, way more requests for coupon codes and, and bulk deals than I've ever do for refunds. I mean, we we're issuing maybe one or two refunds per quarter almost. I mean, it's just, it's, it's really um, the crowd, the guys that come and shop for me, you guys, most of you have been shopping for me for, for between two to five to eight years. Some of you are guys out there. And so, you know, the products, you love them. You always come back to get consistently the same great product, the same great formula you've always known. I, I upgrade and change the formulas here and there. For the, for the most part, we keep the formulas the same because they just work. When the formulas were released, they just, they just worked. Worked as intended. And so we've kept them that way. Over the years, we've added Tutka to, uh, to N2Guard. We've added our Nuobark. Um, HG Generate got an upgraded version, HG Generate ES. I mean, there's some changes we, we've done. We've added new products to the store. Uh, but for the most part, the formulas, were, we, we spent good long time researching and developing the formulas before making them available on the market. And so today, mo most of the core of the formula is still there. And guys really enjoy the products and get great benefits from them. So yeah, guys, uh, one more pitch, man. You know, just um, definitely it helps me continue to do this for you guys every day. It helps me continue to live the lifestyle where I talk to many of you guys throughout the day, texting, emails, phone calls, just helping you guys along with your progress. 
you guys buy some of my products because it, they also improve your lifestyle, uh, improve your your progress with the, with the steroid cycle. And it's just a, it's a pretty uh, ideal little corner of the world for me to be able to kind of wake up every day, helping guys with their questions, helping guys with their steroid cycle, helping guys who run across questions and situations with steroids that I've been I've been known and and have dealt with over 10, 15 years ago, I already walked that path and already had the side effect you're describing to me. And I know exactly what to do about it. And I'll help you. So, uh, and I have uh, additional natural products to help you along with your cycle. So guys, please support, please come on out. We're beginning of the year. You guys are running some heavy cycles and to guard and to generate and to slim. Now I have a new product called n Transoderm, which is a topical testosterone booster. So testosterone booster you put on the skin. It's an incredible little product. Very, very strong product. It's, it's uh, I would venture to say it's, it's up there as some of the strongest formulas and delivery systems you could get over the counter. You know, that you can get without having to uh, break some law somewhere. You could just grab into Transoderm and, I mean, it's, it's just a great, great product. So check it out on my website. Go to N, the number two, transoderm.com. I'll uh, actually link it in the description of this podcast. And, and make sure to support uh, support the cause, guys. You know, we're, we're here for you. So um, just wanted to throw that in uh, as the show is ending, a little bit of a of a promo for my brand and a little bit of a plea for all you guys out there that they're already buying my products and already enjoy my products. Please Tell your friends about them. Tell your buddies about them. If your mom or your grandmommy have some uh, real issues with their uh, blood panels looking a little wacky, have them take a whole bottle bottle of Entugard and then go back and get blood results. Let's see how that looks. My mother takes Entugard. Grandmother does too. Uh, my father takes Entugenerate, takes Entugard here and there. I have a lot of family members that don't use steroids, are not on the sauce and still use Entugard just because it's such a great product, uh, no matter what. So tell your buddies at the gym, uh, introduce uh, my, my product line to people you know. Uh, word of mouth is the number one way that this movement gets spread. Word of mouth uh, and t- people telling each other about this podcast is the number one way that we get more information out there. So uh, please continue to do that. I really appreciate every one of you guys that supports my brand and supports us by telling other people about our podcast and telling other people about my products. So uh, thank you guys. And th- that's it, Steve. That's all, I, that's all I had to say. All right. Next week, we'll do it again. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.